Hello and welcome back to Writer and Geek Show. This is uh, your host Shankar, and I have an update for you. So Vishnu and I will be taking a break from podcasting for a month, which is like four weeks, so that we can sort a few things out in our personal lives and uh, you know our work life. So over the course of this four weeks, we will be recasting some of the episodes we have done. from the catalog of one or two episodes that we have uh, completed over these 3 years it's been quite a journey like if you look at it we recently released our 100th episode and we never imagined we'd reach here and it was all made possible by you if it was not for your support and the love that you have shown this would have never been possible this week the episode that we're going to recast is the one we did on smoking hope you like it and uh, let us know what you think about it after a lot of thinking you know we had a lot of topics in our uh, diary right so <laughs> i thought why not do an episode about smoking that is a good topic i mean that's i'm not saying smoking is good i'm saying that is a po- topic worth uh, having a conversation uh, but guess what you said you didn't mean that smoking is good right but there were like a lot of people in the past who thought smoking is actually good for your health are you kidding me man <laughs> i'm not i'm not at all so um while thinking about you know uh, at offices you know your workplace and all that you see a lot of people smoking because whenever they get a break they just go out you know have a smoke with the co- with tea yes which like, is like one of the worst <laughs> combinations ever small change to that it's not whenever they get a break they take a break to smoke in fact yeah yeah <laughs> and they go down uh, I never understood this tea thing with coffee. How I mean tea thing with uh, smoking. I don't know how it goes together. But I find it really weird. Yeah, it's not like I haven't tried it, but tea with co- is, uh, cigarette? Uh tea with cigarette. No, no, no. I always have had, you know, coffee with cigarette. I mean like I've tried cigarette. I don't uh, I have smoke tried anymore. with uh alcohol because when we used to drink in college, that is the only time I felt like ever smoking because I've never been a fan of smoking to be frank. I I can never even finish one single cigarette. It's very difficult. This is I'm talking about maybe like 10 years, 10 to 11 years ago and I have never been a smoker in my life ever. I've never felt addicted to smoking. I in fact hate that smell of cigarettes in fact. Yeah, same here. Uh, like uh, it's usually when you're like having a drink or two, you you a little tipsy and you have like one uh, <laughs> one just one uh, one puff, one puff, yeah, one puff of cigarette and you get a little more higher. So that's why I have smoked. And sometimes you know when your co-workers workers are like smoking and having a tea mm. with that, you'll just have like one or two puffs. So yeah, I, after joining office, I've never had a puff in office, never in my life. but that uh, getting a high thing i've tried it once when we went to a toddy shop in near our college Ooh. i was not a fan of toddy as well because i've never had it we went to the toddy shop and unlike normal liquor you have to drink a lot of uh, toddy to feel a little tipsy yeah, yeah yeah so i had already gulped down around 3 glasses i was not feeling anything at all so 
I was asking my friend who was sitting next to me. I was like, "Dude, I'm not feeling anything. How much more should I drink?" Because my stomach was full. I had eaten a lot and all that. He said he was smoking a cigarette. He said, "Just take one puff and see what happens." I took a puff. Didn't feel good. Within five minutes, the whole world was spinning around <laughs> me. It was crazy. I was like, "How can this be?" That's Because I drank so much. And then I took one single puff and everything just went haywire. And I still remember walking back to college. It was daytime, so it was okay. Yeah, I, I, I have like one of those kind of experience. But the thing was, it was not cigarette. So uh, <laughs> I think you were also there when we were like drinking uh, one it bachelor was, party. <laughs> oh yeah, that 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 was uh, cigar, right? Yeah. Cigar is even more worse. Which was like I don't know that one cigar cost around like six hundred bucks and uh, not worth it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not really because sure. It's too strong. Yeah, it's too strong. But I don't know. Maybe it's because I don't like but it. But the thing was, we were like a few drinks down and uh, one of our friend and I, we just had like one, one puff each, right? We were just passing it through. Mm. And I don't remember anything after that. <laughs> so, yeah. We should that, not be naming our friend, right? Rinjit. No, no, no. <laughs> We, we should not put Rinjit in trouble. No, no, we shouldn't. You yeah, know, so we, we'll not name yeah, him. Rinjit Vincent, right? Yeah, exactly. That, that's that's his name. Okay. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that that's my experience. But I have stopped smoking because recently we had a project like a work project where uh, we did something regarding, you know, uh, addiction and uh, most of the drugs, you know, I had to research about most of the drugs and tobacco actually came as one of, one of the worst among, you know, all the bad stuff which you can smoke and uh, so uh, because of that you know i generally don't smoke it's like when we drink like socially sometime maybe in like six months or something once i smoke even that i've stopped because of this so i thought you know um uh, getting to know that it's such a bad stuff right i thought you know i'll just research about it and find out what the history is where did it come from because uh i knew that uh, tobacco is something which we uh I mean, uh, the rest of the world got it from the American continents. Mm. And uh, uh, that's all I knew. So before that, what was it uh, that they used to smoke the people in? I think Indians, uh, Indian, uh, <laughs> Indian uh, sages should be knowing what they were smoking. Yeah, so <laughs> Indians resorted to cannabis like uh, 2000 years ago or something. That's uh, and if our, if if. people don't know what cannabis is it's weed yeah weed uh, for malayalis not to get confused it means uh, ganja <laughs> weed in malayalam means house yeah so uh, and uh, it was not just indians mm-hmm. arabs also had it Nice. So uh, they used to they had this hookah thing right yeah, in hookah they used to put weed is it yeah other you know instead of tobacco you they used to use uh, cannabis <laughs> so uh, that's that's what happened in <laughs> imagine those days going to a hookah parlor yeah oh, it would have been like so chilled out <laughs> i don't know <laughs> no i don't know smoke, I mean, so i don't, don't know yeah smoke. we don't know so uh, the origins of tobacco can be traced back anywhere from like 6000 bc uh, to 5000 bc mm. uh, in the american continent so they used to use it they used to think that it's a great thing you know it's uh, good for your health and it, it they uh, thought that it had medicinal properties <laughs> like it it was a painkiller it seems so <laughs> maybe painkiller but yeah, medicinal uh, property i'm not sure painkiller you know you have it a lot and you'll yeah, die so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they used they used to use it for uh, toothache Mm-hmm. And they used to chew it for toothache or yeah, smoke. Yeah, oh. chew it. Okay. And uh, as a f- mouth freshener, mouth. 
unbelievable so that's where all these things started and uh, you know what? mouth freshener is really odd because there are some people who smoke so much when they come close to you you get this <laughs> cigarette smell i cannot i can't hand, stay with yeah. such people and ah. their hands and fingers and everything will start smelling a lot yeah so uh, yeah about that like uh, when i used to like smoke right i could smoke one cigarette uh, but at the same time if someone is smoking and the smoke mm. is coming to me right i'd feel very weird i yeah, can't take yeah. that you I, can smoke but you I, don't like, i understand that yeah. because i have never been a smoker but i had one of my friends who was a chain smoker he used to smoke around 45 cigarettes a day what? so when, in college whenever we used to go to his room It's always cloudy there. It's like a uh, neel grease, misty and cloudy and all It's that. It's cloudy Ex- now. <laughs> Except that you'll start coughing really bad when you get inside. Uh, I don't know how his roommate used to stay in that room, but I used to find it very difficult to stay there. So it's really that passive smoking thing is even more dangerous, I think. Yeah, there's a song called Cloudy Now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it goes like, we are a ducked up generation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that sounds true, you know, that actually holds true. Well, getting back to the point, Indians, uh, they had, uh, you know, uh, different kind of things like homas where they mm-hmm. used to like uh, smoke things up and then take it in as a, you know... Uh, procedure for all these puja kind of now stuff. i understand why they used to say this homa is a good thing to <laughs> yeah do. and then for fumigation like you know insecticides and pesticides mm. all those uh, fleas and all that even uh, these days i think mom do it like uh smoke yeah. some uh, coconut like, coconut uh, shell. shell not coconut uh, no, shell not exactly shell. Yeah. the the outer skin of coconut right yeah and uh, for that purpose is what uh Indians started using all these things. Then cannabis came along and uh, our sages and even Lord Shiva used to smoke it. Yeah. That's what uh, some people say. We yeah. Don't know. So uh, that's what happened in India. And as as I said, Arabs used to smoke uh, uh, cannabis in their hookah thing. And uh, it was accepted as a social thing. They used to like smoke it pretty much uh, openly. And even women... during social occasions they do it in private they'll mm-hmm. sit together they'll have hookah they'll you know pass the pipe to everyone and it just imagine chill. coffee came uh, the same way through arabia where the coffee culture started imagine this same had happened with cannabis we'll have cafes yeah. cannabis cafes in, in maybe they'll there. add like cannabis in coffee <laughs> who knows yeah and then our dude uh, christopher columbus he oh yeah uh, went in search of india mm-hmm. then he reached the american continent and uh, that's uh, how uh, the tobacco came to europe mm-hmm. uh, it came in like uh, tobacco cultivation started in 1531 in europe and uh, it was pretty much well uh, accepted uh, in europe and by uh, 1600 uh, tobacco became an integral part of you know every household where people used to like just smoke just like that and um, like in countries like france and all that uh, france right have you heard of the person jean nicot don't tell me nicot in yeah i have never heard of him but yeah. the names so this guy uh, he was a, a trader and uh, he went to spain once and he found that people are smoking over there so he thought you know it's a pretty chill thing he picked up the habit and he's the one who brought smoking into uh, france and uh, uk is one of the you know last countries in the in the in the european continent to get uh, this habit of smoking and uh, by the time it reached there it was like uh, it reached in like 1600s and uh, pretty much everyone started smoking wow so uh, back then as uh, americans they also used to think that smoking is a very good thing and uh, the spanish doctor called uh, nicolas monardes mm-hmm. okay 
he found out he 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 researched and found out that tobacco could cure 36 health problems he was an addict and he just wanted to make tobacco popular <laughs> i think <laughs> who knows and what kind of research was he doing man and and in the uh, Amer- uh, like the, uh, this uh, person called Th- thomas harriet he stated in 1588 that you know uh, smoking tobacco is the uh, way to get your daily do- dose of tobacco in your system it's why do you need a daily dose of tobacco i have no idea and back then uh, it's like go and stand in sun in the morning to get your daily dose of vitamin, vitamin d. d yeah it was the same <laughs> thing back then and uh, this guy you know how he died of course cancer or something right yeah and back then uh, they used to smoke uh, the cigarette and you know uh, send the smoke out through the nose a lot so mm-hmm. this guy died due to Lunch. nose cancer what cancer nose? nose cancer okay and yeah there's a misconception that you know by smoking cigarettes you may only get lung cancer but it affects like the like the whole body and you know i think mouth cancer also esophagus mouth right? cancer nose cancer even a prostate cancer which explains hmm which which explains the case with one of our uncles right yeah. but the thing is i what i don't understand is uh maybe this should be reserved for the end of this episode but anyway since a thought came up people know all these things happen while smoking right? yeah. but um they have banned cannabis and they have banned many other stuff substance but smoking is still accepted as a social norm like yeah there are restrictions on public smoking and stuff but it's still happening i mean smokers don't mind doing it even by even though they know that you know this is what it's going to be yeah and one more thing is that it's not banned right and mm. because the government gets a lot of money yeah. through taxes and because, compared to drinking uh, smoking is even more popular because it's not for drink drinking you need a place to sit and you need that atmosphere and people and probably there are people who drink solo also but normally if you need an occasion to drink or something like that but for smoking you can just have the cigarette in your pocket you have ac- access all the time even offices some offices right they don't mind you going out they'll have a smoking space for you right but they don't normally have drinking space but because it's it just gives you a high for some time it's still considered to be normal to smoke during work as well Yeah. I mean I have seen videos of NASA engineers in 60s sitting and oh, smoking yes. in their workstations man but, but back then in 1960s the awareness was not there it was just you know people were starting to but, you know find out that there was launching thing. something like Saturn 5 if the <laughs> you know splinter falls on some device some machinery okay, that, wouldn't it just catch fire that, or something would they make such a bad such bad kinds of devices i don't know because i remember when we when i was a kid when we used to travel in train there used to be ashtrays in train yes yes right? and i think uh, we had an ambassador right did it have an ashtray ambassador car yeah yeah like it had 90s. an ashtray in yeah. the front because it was yeah. not an ac car right those days no ac ambassador used to the only ac we had is through the vents which were uh, even though you close <laughs> the doors there will be holes in between through which the air flew inside and when it rains you'll get it is even more water, cold yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah even cars rain water harvesting yeah. kind of <laughs> even cars had ashtrays hmm. like everywhere you go like public places like some uh, you know culture some event is happening you'll have ashtrays every, on every table yep now uh, yeah so uh, getting back to the point about the history part in the 1600s uh, tobacco became hugely popular that it was actually used as a means of trade you know uh, if you want something if you have tobacco you can get it you can exchange it and get it you know barter system <laughs> for that tobacco became one of the you know mm. best things to exchange and uh, 
even though some people uh, you know uh, felt that it's not a great habit it was very scarce when people started uh, speaking against it so one of the person one of the prominent person who uh, spoke against smoking was uh, english king named uh, james the first <laughs> i thought english king named james hetfield <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay go ahead Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh James the first was one of the first person to speak against smoking because he hated it and he didn't feel like he was probably like us you know that's why neat we person hate, right. We hate smoking yeah. We are so, neat guys. Yeah, very neat guys. <laughs> yeah, but its popularity you know just grew and uh, it was also the same time like in uh, third yeah in africa it reached even before like in the 13th century when uh, arab traders mm-hmm. they they had uh, the cannabis habit right? right so when they moved to like africa and all that they also uh, the africans also started smoking but not tobacco other stuff and uh, during the 1600s uh, is when uh, africans started smoking tobacco like french merchants they uh, brought uh, tobacco to senegal and uh, countries like senegal and gambia and smoking became very popular there and one of the trends you can see is that it's not the developed countries which smokes more it's like the third world nations uh, which is like more indulged in smoking like the below poverty line most of the times mm-hmm. they are like totally indulge in uh, smoking like if you go to a rural area you'd find more smokers compared to you know urban area right. even in india mm-hmm. so that was the trend and uh, ja- it went to japan in uh, 17th century where they used a device called kiseru mm-hmm. it was like a long stemmed uh, device like a pipe but uh, a little longer to smoke and uh, the first tobacco company in the us was established in 1760 it was a uh, pair uh, lorry lard and uh, it is still existing and is the oldest tobacco company and uh, by the year 1826 nicotine was discovered and uh, they actually uh, back then only they figured out it's harmful for uh, humans but again they just went on smoking i don't know why <laughs> remember the date 1826 mm-hmm. yeah and in 1836 uh, one a person named samuel green he mentioned that tobacco is like insecticide and it just kills humans okay. but it, all these measures were like not taken uh, into account properly because people loved smoking that much but that's okay right i mean ddt was once a insect killer like they used to ki- use uh, ddt for killing ants later they got used to ddt that ants started eating ddt i think it never used to work on them so tobacco is something similar, uh, but right? i don't think it's working for us that way because <laughs> uh, currently every year 5 to 6 million people are dying because of uh, the direct and indirect effect of tobacco mm. smoking and chewing tobacco and if you compare uh, the deaths which occur because of hiv malaria and tuberculosis it cannot reach to the extent it's almost like a million behind the deaths which is happening because of smoking so how did how did smoking get to china do you have any idea uh, no <laughs> well yeah <laughs> thanks so um yeah we had that silk route right during the colonial okay, uh, period during, yeah, yeah. and uh, it became i was not talking about silk road <laughs> that's yeah. what i was thinking <laughs> so it became a big thing during the colonial era where uh, countries could trade uh, with each other and uh, uh, china became a very uh, fruitful trade center and uh, uh, the english 
used to take a lot of stuff from them and uh, pay in pay it uh, with a lot of money and the, so the bottom line is uh, english spent a lot more than they got from china okay so uh, chinese were finally making profit out of the trade which were, they were doing with english so they were like you know a colonial country making profit <laughs> from us you know what we'll get them addicted to something and you know, and you know we'll provide it to them and get all the money back mm-hmm. so uh, what they did was they took the opm which was produced in india afghanistan and all the surrounding areas mm. and traded it in uh, china and may got most of the people addicted to opm right and uh, what happened is like it, res- it resulted in the opm wars mm. during the 1830s yeah. and you know 50s so uh, that's how the chinese got into this uh, smoking habit so uh, that i think the opm war the colonialism thing is something we should explore in some other episode it's pretty interesting so uh, yeah that's how the chinese got into this thing while tobacco came from the american continents uh yeah we forgot about them for a long time right about like for 300 400 years so let's get back to americas and uh, uh, at this time around like 18th 19th century uh chewing tobacco became a very popular thing because of cowboys mm-hmm. and uh, i thought that was a thing that existed in india yeah that was there in india too uh, in india people used to take it to the nose too right Yeah. yeah it's a very weird thing especially when people have like nose hairs a <laughs> lot of nose oh, hair <laughs> yeah <one>. so uh, yeah <laughs> the chewing thing became very popular amongst uh, cowboys and uh, yeah it was more popular than uh, smoking but uh, and uh, by 9 but by 1901 smoking was catching up and there were like 6 billion cigars uh, and 3 billion cigarettes sold in 1901 and uh, uh, you know marlboro right <laughs> it was official sponsor of ferrari so i know them very well yeah and raven was the official sponsor of world war 1 yeah. according to who chandler <laughs> joey no, no. ross ross yeah <laughs> joey believed yeah so uh, in 1902 britisher named philip morris he uh, set up the brand marlboro and uh, it was in 19 19- 1913 Uh, this person called R.J. Reynolds. He set up the brand called Camel. I'm pretty sure you've heard Camel, of Camel. Camel it's is a, something to do with stationery, right? Yeah, but uh, they had this thing too. Th- no wonder that's why they were also a sponsor of some Formula One teams as well. Why does Formula One have a lot to do with cigarettes? I don't they know. They were the ones who were throwing money at them. Yeah, right? so uh, see, you know Camel through the stationery part, right? And also through Formula One. Yeah, so the thing is uh, when these companies got to know that smoking... causes more ha- harm than you know good things they branched out to other uh, businesses that's why they got into stationeries what is yeah so that's what even philip morris uh, that uh, first company uh, which was started in new york city i to- told you about right the tobacco company mm-hmm. i forgot the name what is it called yeah uh, pierre uh, laurie lad okay that they also like expanded to other businesses and one one uh, main reason for the increase of uh, smoking was world wars I would I would have <laughs> hoped that smoking would have gone down because no, of No 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 there was because already there was a lot of smoke in the air right they couldn't smoke go ahead and smoke that right if you go out of the trenches and smoke that they would get shot so because of that I mean how different yeah. is gunpowder smoke and tobacco smoke <laughs> yeah i don't know see one will kill you immediately the other will kill you later would you so, prefer dying slow death <laughs> oh anyway that's a discussion yeah. for some yeah. other day so uh, so during world wars there was a tremendous increase in smoking and it was also like the soldiers backpack right 
their rations mm-hmm. uh smoke like cigarette packets were also like provided in their rations so uh when these guys went go there go to the war and they smoke these cigarettes they get this special attachment right like you know i smoked this thing during my bad time so when they came back they became the loyal fans of these brands so like uh, like brands usually like sponsor to give them you know free so cigarettes it, so invariably these brands have been the sponsors of world war are you kind of yeah <laughs> it was not ray ban now i know yeah and by 1923 camel became a very very huge brand and had like 45% of the market in us mm-hmm. and uh, because of that malboro were like hmm we have to do something about it they came up with uh, this uh, new cigarette they marketed it to the women mm-hmm. they were like you know our cigarette is for the women and it's mild as may it seems i have seen a very weird advertising campaign of theirs which says you uh, even a baby can smoke a cigarette or something like that yeah. right how crazy is that yeah man? so uh, this was in 1920s and uh, women also got into the bandwagon during the you know roaring 20s where yeah, everyone was like, became very uh, you know the culture was like super awesome and mm. uh, they used to socialize all the time and women also got into smoking that was just just before the great depression right yeah yeah great depression was in the 1930s and uh, this was in the 20s so would have seen it coming yeah probably because of smoking it happened right mm. yeah so <laughs> so malboro did that and uh, then came the nazis no not even one episode of ours will go without mentioning these guys they have put their hands in every jam <laughs> or maybe i'm so interested in you know war histories that mm. i've just fully heard content which no, is the, but I, in fact yeah. if you look at the history of the world you can easily divide it to pre world war and post world war times so world True. war has to have an impact on everything True. including motor aviation um every kind of industry including now smoking as well even mouthwash even listerine was made during yeah. that time uh, as a you know disinfectant mm. yeah so uh, nazis uh, adolf hitler used to be a smoker but then later he kind of hated it i don't know why and he uh, the nazis the topmost people because hitler hated it they had like a lot of campaigns about, uh, against smoking uh, and they did a lot of research put in a lot of uh, funds to research on a, on that and found out that it's not actually good for hum- uh, like humans and uh, oh yeah. yeah they were seriously worried about whether it could or bad for humans is it come on it's not just for the jews right <laughs> they had their race to protect <laughs> so those people shouldn't smoke they could have rather given the jews some cigarettes to smoke in that case but it'll take time right they want immediate results damn well uh, so uh, the nazis they had like strong uh, policies regarding smoking and they were probably the only ones to have like strong opposing uh, anti smoking campaigns during the 1930s and 40s I mean, the rest of the world were like all for it <laughs> you <laughs> I would want to say that at least one thing they did right but you know what there's no, no way no, we can no, support no, no, no. them no. also in spite of doing that they were still bad yeah they'll always be bad yeah so but during it was during the 1950s evidence came popping up saying that you know there might be some relation between smoking and lung cancer mm-hmm. because even uh, in case of women right uh, once they started smoking like a good majority of women started smoking instead of breast cancer lung cancer became the thing which killed most women mm-hmm. during that time also the companies were like innovating uh, coming up with a lot of uh, new kinds of cigarettes and in 1952 a brand name kent 
they developed uh, micronite okay kent In, kent what is a water purifier brand ha huh. <laughs> Oh wow. <laughs> Don't tell me there's tobacco inside those. I'm not sure. Filters. I'm not sure if they're related. Probably <laughs> the same company, right? Should be. Yeah. So, uh they came up with this thing, this cigarette called Micro uh, Micronite uh, which had asbestos. That is even yeah. worse. <laughs> but the uh, but the best part was it was shelved very uh soon. They I don't know why they shelved it but yeah it was a good thing someone and, put some sense into them Yeah minds. and in 1953 uh, a doctor named Ernest L uh, Winders he found out that uh, the tobacco tar causes tumor mm-hmm. by uh, he experimented it in mice and he figured out that it causes tumor in mice and uh, he uh, the research proved that it will also cause uh, it in humans and uh, in uh, 1956 a major development in the world of cigarette was that uh, rj renolds uh, the brand which made camel they came up with the first uh, menthol cigarettes okay it was called salem salem yeah s a l e m yeah mm-hmm. and uh, by the year 1964 people got to know that you know it's not actually a good thing to smoke a research on smoking found out that it causes more harm than good and uh, it uh, it was found out that it's a major cause of lung cancer uh, they had like solid proof finally and in 1965 britain became the first country to ban commercials mm-hmm. smokers like uh, cigarette commercials from uh, televisions and uh, in 19 66 health warnings started popping up on uh, cigarette packets it's very weird right these days you the cigarette packets yeah, you cigarette see i don't packet know. is the last thing yeah. you want to see yeah how, i don't know how people smoke even after seeing that and uh, yeah so to come up with a healthy option right uh, a tobacco non tobacco cigarette brand came up with this thing called bravo a mm. cigarette called bravo which was made with lettuce <laughs> yeah and <laughs> and guess what happened it was a mega failure <laughs> okay and uh, but it took around like 5 uh, or 6 years uh, for the united states to ban uh, cigarette commercials from television mm-hmm. it it happened in 1971 and in 1982 it was found out that uh, smoking uh, passive smoking actually also causes lung cancer and uh, you may think that it might not affect you as much as you know smoking first hand but it again has a lot of issues like uh, out of the 6 million people who die every year right uh, due to smoking mm-hmm. uh, about 1.8 million die because of second hand smoking ooh that's almost uh, what 30% yeah almost so that's what they found out and uh, it was in 1985 lung cancer uh, overtook breast cancer among women uh, for being the uh the cause of you know most deaths mm-hmm. so that's the thing like all across the world uh people started knowing that you know smoking is not a great thing and uh it took a lot of time and it's also said that you know probably uh the brands actually knew that it's harmful but they just wanted to make money and they sold it saying that they have done research saying that it's a good thing for us and uh, made a lot of profit by killing a lot of people even you must have heard about the malboro, malboro men yep they paid them to smoke and all of them died because of lung cancer <laughs> so let's come to india a little bit about the history of smoking in india as said uh, during the 19 uh, 90s when we were young it was uh, okay to smoke publicly right yes everyone and uh, the first state to ban uh, smoking was, was can you 
Kerala, right? You guess, yeah. Because I remember that ban coming into effect and it was a big deal then. People were like, I mean, we were not smokers, but there were some uncles who were smokers. They were like, hey, how are we not going to smoke here and there? And then, you know, they started sitting at home and smoking more and all that. No, no, I think they should probably ban the whole thing. You know, if you're, if you're, if you are banning porn, right, <laughs> they should ban, ban uh, what is that, smoking too. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand the logic behind these things. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that we know for sure that it's gonna gonna cause health issues is still allowed and things that, you know, because you know they make a lot of money out of yeah. selling uh, cigarettes. See, if if we say that outright you should ban cigarettes, I know that it's going to be difficult for people who are smokers and uh, you know since coming off cigarettes is not easy. But if you look at it, right, um, when you know that it's going to be a major cause of death and cancer and everything in the on a yearly basis, I think it's time to phase it out at least. Start uh, something wherein, you know, maybe 10 years down the line, smoking becomes a completely thing, completely becomes a thing of past or something like that. But I don't see anything happening anytime yeah, soon. Yeah, they've started with e-cigarettes and all that. I don't know how well it works. Yeah, some, of them ex- some of them exploded in, uh, you know, e-cigarettes exploded in someone's pocket or something Are you like serious? That. Imagine putting an e-cigarette into your mouth and it explodes. I remember reading something similar to that. I'm not sure if it was an e-cigarette, but yeah, something has happened. But uh, the, I think the only thing which I've worked, like I've uh, heard from some of my friends who used to be like smokers, like uh, personal experiences from them, like uh, it's only Nicotex which has actually Isn't helped that, them a that, little that bit. Yeah, yeah. Crazy tablet. Yes, yes. I, I have tasted to. that thing. It's, it's the worst the thing ever. It's the worst. You know, it looks like chewing gum. Yeah. And you, the moment you put it in your mouth, you have that expectation of that juicy flavor, <laughs> but it's exactly opposite of that. And it tastes... Like you're chewing tobacco, I think. See, it has nicotine. The thing is, you you curb your need for nicotine uh, through smoking by using nicotex. And it has worked for many people. Because but tell me, again, you're just taking a nicotine, right? Yeah, no, no, no. See, the thing is, you don't have to eat it for like throughout, mm-hmm. you know, your life. I know one person who started eating nicotex. Like you have to eat like four tablets or something every day mm-hmm. from that you not four actually a lot more okay. and uh, Dep- probably you, depends on how much addicted you are yeah to. and you slowly reduce the number and within three months or like four months he stopped there are so, there are also nicotine patches that you get yeah yeah that also are there but i haven't seen anyone using nicotine mm. it's not that popular like, in india yeah, maybe. here in india so anyway uh getting back to the topic like uh we are talking about the topic but yeah, yeah. to the points you know uh it was in 1975 you know the uh the indian government said that there should be statutory warning placed on you know packets of uh, cigarettes and uh the complete ban on smoking uh, uh smoking and cigarette ads in india happened in 2000 because you can uh, you you may remember like before that wills scissors and they used to sponsor cricket, cricket. matches yeah wills indian cricket yeah team, right? and they had the emblem logo exactly. in their uh, shirt so it was that prevalent and uh, uh, in 2004 december 1st uh, the government came up with the act saying that you know you shouldn't sell uh, tobacco within like 100 yards of any institution educational, educational institution, institution yeah. and all that and uh, in 2007, Chandigarh became the first smoke-free city in India. And Shimla followed... Uh, so nobody smokes the there? Today. I'm not sure what it means. But uh, probably like 
not nobody smokes there but there is no public smoking or like anyone like you know smoking outside of their homes or something probably like that but i couldn't figure out what it exactly means or maybe sale is not allowed or yeah probably sale is not allowed like right states like gujarat yep or mm-hmm. they'll smuggle cigarettes and smoke or something yeah and uh, it took a long time for the whole country to ban uh, public smoking and it happened in october 2nd 2008 Gandhi ji's birthday that's just 10 years ago yeah just 10 years ago i remember like when i was in college when i joined college right even the public smoking was not allowed right no i remember after to- yeah after kerala banned the banned smoking right when i came to karnataka i used to come to bangalore once in a while i used to see people smoking on the road i was yeah. like is this allowed here yeah and it was very weird when i joined like you know my college and students were like smoking just outside college and all that it was like very weird and uh, like in 2009 it became mandatory that uh, the cigarette packets should have like a pictorial warning which should cover like uh, at least 40% of its size and there shouldn't be more than uh, two languages in which all the things are written because you know uh, to reduce the number of people who could actually understand so if you have english and hindi you can't put like a malayalam label on it uh, so yeah uh, that came out in may of 2009 and if you remember it was okay for uh, restaurants and everything to have hookah right in bangalore that was until very recently very recently so it was banned in 2011 and 12 like during that time mm. like in a lot of places mumbai bangalore even now there are like some places i think I don't But, know how legal they yeah, are. Yeah, I am not sure. So, uh yeah, hookah was banned in 2011. I remember people telling me that hookah is completely uh okay harmful, to do it. Ha- harmless. Harmless, yeah. harmless, yeah. Because they used to say the smoke comes out of something. It's smoke for God's sake, right? I mean, it's anyway smoke. It's carbon monoxide and carbon dioxide and what not, I don't know. But it's still smoke. and people had this misconception that smoking hookah is okay but uh, i you still find hookah in major some number of pubs and bars still yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah. still not completely bad yeah it's bad thing man so i remember one of my classmates while in college doing a presentation on hookah because a lot of my classmates used to smoke hookah Damn. and uh, uh, he did a presentation on hookah saying that you know how harmful it is he researched on that and figured out that probably it's 50 times more harmful than cigarettes so i remember that i don't know how true it is but uh, it's anyway not not harmless and uh, on october 2nd 2012 this new law came uh, into existence saying that you know in theaters before the starting of a movie uh, they should show you know two ads called sponge and mukesh you know sponge right you don't know sponge shwasakosham sponge pole yaar that one so like yeah, these two what, awareness whatever he said films. translates to lungs are like sponge yeah so these two uh, ads became like a mandatory thing for uh, them to play mm. and uh, this thing was changed to uh, the ads called child and dhua In, oh yeah that's the one yeah. which is prevalent around now a kid yeah, yeah. will be sitting and the father will be smoking yeah yeah that's the that's the one uh, since 2013 mm-hmm. october 2nd so uh, it's a, i think it's a trend that you know they start uh, they come up with all these laws on uh, gandhi jayanti i don't know what yeah. <laughs> the thing so yeah this is a development in india it still exists and i've seen a uh, seen some people still uh, you know doing public smoking but it's not that prevalent but, yeah but it can get you a fine yeah you, it can get you a fine and yeah so uh that's the stage where we are at now at least we know that everyone who smokes know that it's not good for health 
but uh, still the awareness is not there for them to quit probably due to addiction and probably because there's no proper rehabilitation no i think to an extent uh, uh this is something that i felt is that the way smoking was uh, pictured in movies and stuff oh, right yes. so you see all the major heroes and hero you know all these people smoking like they look cool and stuff like that so that has a lot of influence because small kids uh, who are around 12 to 15 year of years of age they tend to get their hands on cigarettes and they try to look cool in front of their friends and i know many people in college also used to just start smoking for the heck of it just trying to show off in front of girls and stuff and it, they became addicted to that so i think that is where it mostly starts or else you get into a company where majority of the people are smokers and they go out for smoking and you want to be a part of that you remember that episode from friends where rachel yeah. tries to fit in yeah, right yeah, yeah. so those kind of situations happen in real life and that is what pushes people more towards smoking uh, it it's become i don't know why it become it it's become like a cool thing to smoke uh, you know yeah uh, even i agree with that you know cool thing and the peer pressure factor is are li- are like the two things which is like very much prevalent and it's uh, said that uh, kids under the age of 18 right uh, every day around like 3000 kids new kids start smoking mm. and the number is like uh, for people over like 24 or something it's like 1800 or something yeah. so every day like a lot of people are starting to smoke and uh, yeah this i think the statistics are from the us so yeah looking cool factor i know a lot of, a lot of people who personally started smoking just to look cool and what they do is like they don't even properly smoke they just take the smoke yeah, in the mouth yeah it, it's called mouth fagging so yeah. they just they just take the smoke in and they like it's it's mostly i've seen uh, women doing that a lot mm-hmm. i don't know so this is one uh, habit which is which people know that it's not good but still they stick to it and something that has recently come is uh, come to the uh, you know come, come to cities like bangalore is something called vaping yeah where uh, you say that it's even harm it's harmless and all that you put some other materials which uh, create that creates that smoke and you just take the smoke you inside you can't this <laughs> mike the thing is it's still something that is Uh, it's still burning, smoke right it's still yeah. smoke if you're trying to justify saying that it's not bad and all that i don't understand that and what is so much of fun in smoking i'm i'm sorry it, it's Seriously. beyond me but uh, i think uh, we can end this in uh, this discussion in a note that you know if you're someone who's uh, struggling with smoking addiction or something just talk to someone you know get some help you know uh, we'll probably list out some uh, you know helpline numbers or websites which mm-hmm. they can reach out to and probably uh, some links to the products which they can use nicotex or something you yeah. can buy online but i think more than uh, anything else yeah. it's your willpower yes. uh, which would be required to get over this but more important is to understand that you are addicted to it yes. right some yes. people are just reluctant to accept it saying that i just smoke once in a while i can stop it anytime i want but they they don't realize that they cannot stop it yeah. anytime they want so uh, it, i think more of uh, more than anything they need to introspect and find out whether mm. if they are like actually addicted to it and if you find that you are you know please get some help yep so that pretty much winds up uh, our discussion on uh, the history of tobacco and stuff thank you again for listening to us uh hopefully you enjoy this episode if you do do let us know you can go and give us a rating on iTunes um you know give us a review on iTunes Castbox or any other app that you use also you can go to our website and put us a, put, uh, give us a comment there 
and you can also follow us on our social media everywhere we are writer and geek on facebook instagram and twitter we would look forward to your feedback yeah so uh, hopefully we don't slack off next time and, and we don't have to say episode, sorry yeah. and sing some uh, some some songs for you <laughs> yeah hey that i can do you know anyway yeah see you soon yeah. bye bye